What if you had one place that would have all the most important and relevant prepper knowledge you have acquired for yourself and that is relevant to your situation just in one place? If you had that available to yourself, you would have your very own Prepper Commonplace book. Hey, this is episode 806 of the Ready Your Future podcast, where I connect you with resources that will get you prepped, save the day, and make you the hero to your loved ones. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ready Your Future podcast. I'm going to jump right into this one, and this is an episode that I have been working on for a long time, and I haven't been able to put it all together. Finally, with uh, the Thanksgiving break that I had, I was able to kind of put all my thoughts together and uh, create uh, the episode that I wanted to share with you. So let's go ahead and jump into this, and what in the heck is a prepper uh, commonplace book? So let's talk a little bit about this. So this idea came to me from uh, a book that I was listening to called Building a Second Brain by Tiago Forte. And the idea of building a second brain is that you can only hold so much information at one time. And so this is really important, right? Because we come across a lot of information. I mean, you hear the fact that, you know, we are in the information age. And so having a second brain basically is another brain where you store your information. Now this has big implications for the digital, the digital age that we're in, right? Um, if you are uh, looking at anything that is like productivity, um, you know, on the internet or, you know, people that are uh, doing uh, things that will help you out in that, in that realm. And there's plenty of it out there. They will call themselves or, or they will refer to knowledge work, right? And so it's knowledge work and it's out there. And so how do you take that knowledge and have it in a way, you know, accessible to you in a way that's useful, not to where you're, okay, hey, I need to find this thing out. So I'm, I'm going to the internet or I'm going to go do a search or I'm going to go look in a book or I'm going to go, you know, watch a video or whatever it might be. But where the information that you have is accessible to you at any time, at any place, and it's the information that you need. So just think about what your preparedness second brain would look like if you started keeping a second brain when you first started in preparedness. And I think about all the, uh, and, and so anyway, Tiago Forte has this, this system and, and I've really, I have applied it to myself and organization in a lot of things. I've used it in, in work. I have it for, um, you know, the things that I do with the podcast and, and the blog, and I use it for my own personal as well. And so they, he has this little system and you can go check out building a second brain if you want to and listen to it or read the book or whatever. But I, I, I kick myself sometimes because if I would have learned this information when I first started Prepper website back in the day, I would have, you know, would have looked at an article and I would have, instead of just putting it on Prepper website and saving it in that way, I would have uh, taken the information that was really relevant to me from that one article and put it in a second brain or put it somewhere that was useful to me so that I could go and find it. And in the past, I've, you know, I can remember a lot, you know, but there's only so much information you can, you can hold. But there's been times where I'm like, okay, I know I read that somewhere. I know that I linked to an article somewhere. And so I would have to go find it. But what if it was just accessible to me, just just with the click of a of a button, or in my case, in the commonplace book, that someplace where I could just kind of flip to. 
So I've used the information in Tiago's book to help me organize information, uh, you know, like I, like I mentioned, and it has helped a lot. And again, if you're interested in that idea of like organization, and you can do it digitally, but I'm going to be talking about how to do that because as preppers, we're always, you know, thinking about, okay, what happens if I can't get to the internet? What happens if I can't get to my, my computer or my laptop or whatever? And I'm going to be talking about how to do that in an analog way, do it in a, uh, in a, in a journal commonplace book. And I'll talk a little bit about that here in just a second. But if you're interested in Tiago Forte's methods, you can go get the book. You can watch his videos. He's got a, a big YouTube channel and you can also subscribe to his email. Um, he's going to, you know, market you and he wants you to buy his course and things like that. But he also shares a lot of good information on his, in his newsletter. So I would highly encourage you to go check that out. And, uh, it's not really hard to find just, you know, search for a sec building a second brain and, and it will, uh, it will, uh, you know, point you to his website and all his, uh, all his resources. But it was while I was listening to his book that I first heard about a commonplace book. And so let's go ahead and talk about that. So a commonplace book is a blank notebook or a journal. You can use any one, anything that's out there, but it's just a blank notebook or a journal. Now you're not journaling your, your day or your prep journey, right? You're not sitting there like today I, you know, created a fire, you know, in the fire pit, you know, you're not doing anything like that. This is not your emergency binder either, right? But it could be a very important partner to your emergency binder, maybe something you want, you want to keep really close to your emergency binder. You will write down in your commonplace, in your prepper commonplace book, you will write down very specific, relevant information to your preparedness. So the commonplace book is a tradition that dates back to ancient times. And basically it was when scholars and philosophers would keep collections of quotes and poems and other pieces of writings that they found meaningful or noteworthy. And so these collections were often kept in notebooks or on loose sheets of paper. And it was just a way to organize and preserve the knowledge that they learned so that they could refer back to you. And you think about the, the days when, you know, you had scrolls or you had, um, you know, paper was, you know, it just wasn't as common and you just couldn't go to, to Walmart or the big box store and, and get a, uh, you know, a notebook. And so this was, you know, one of those things and books weren't, uh, you know, books were very expensive. So it would be a, a way to go ahead and organize these things and, and have them there so that you could uh, reflect on them and you have them available to yourself. In the Middle Ages, the commonplace book started to become more widely used for scholars and students to or organize their notes and their ideas. And during the Renaissance, the commonplace book took on a more personal aspect so writers and intellectuals use them as a way to record their own thoughts and musings, as well as quotes and passages from other sources. So it was it was like their very own, I don't know, encyclopedia, really, that they were kind of creating and, uh, you know, just being able to have that available to themselves. And it was probably not uncommon to have more than just one. As you filled one, you would go to the next one and you would just continue, you know, going from there. In the modern era, the commonplace book has largely fallen out of use. So you might have never even heard of a commonplace book. And like I said, the only reason I heard about it was because of Tiago's book, Building a Second Brain. So some people do maintain them and as a way to organize their ideas and record their thoughts and observations. 
but more people will use like the digital aspect of it. And Tiago Forte is a big uh, proponent of Evernote and then, you know, OneNote. And so I use both of those. I use Evernote for my personal, I use OneNote for, for work. And I kind of create my own commonplace book there. Uh, and I'm able to uh, keep that there. And, and, and that's available to me any, anywhere. And it's, of course, it's, I'm able to uh, build that as I go. And it's able to expand, you know, more than just a, a journal would or a notebook would. But regardless of the format that you choose to use, the idea behind the commonplace book remains the same. It's to provide a place to record and reflect on the things that are important or meaningful to you or to the writer, to the owner of the commonplace book. So how does this apply to preppers? The thing is, is that there's a lot of information. I mean, I know I go through a lot of, in, I probably go through maybe about 150 articles a week and there's no way that I would want to save all of those things, right? All of those articles, all of, you know, not every single one of those has applications to my preparedness and to my to my situation and that's what's important right it might be good preparedness information but i want it to make sure that i want to be able to make sure that it's available to me or it's it applies to me so the internet has provided tons of information out there you have blog posts you have videos you have podcasts and i mean those are being created like at a crazy amount right and that is just that that's just in preparedness. You can find tons of stuff out there in preparedness. So in the past, people would print off articles. And I'm talking about preppers. Preppers would print off articles and they would keep binders and binders of information. I remember an article uh, that I that I read about a guy, and I think this was on Survival Blog years and years ago, and he had a picture of his like he had a wall of binders. And it was all about, you know, uh, stuff that he had, he had saved over the internet. And the, the big, the big thing was like, he would save it, he would print it out and it would be like on, on acid free paper so that it wouldn't, uh, that it wouldn't, you know, ruin after a while, right. It wouldn't get old. And then in some cases, you know, people would put them in like, uh, page protectors and, and, you know, those plastic page protectors and things like that. So this guy had this wall of everything, you know, preparedness that you could possibly think about, right? It was his own little library. And at one point I thought, I mean, that's really cool, right? But another aspect is like, okay, you can't take this stuff with you, first of all. And then there's a lot of information here that he has, and maybe it would be useful at some point, but like, why do I need information? Like if I'm never going to have horses, right? If I'm never going to own horses or have horses, why do I need to have a binder full of how to deal with horses, how to take care of horses and, and all that kind of stuff, right? And so you don't, you don't necessarily need that. That wouldn't be, uh, you know, for my situation, right? If, if I wasn't planning on going out to the woods and, you know, surviving, you know, for years out in the woods, why would I focus on wilderness survival? And I'm just kind of throwing things out there, right? If I wasn't going to, uh, you know, go and, and live on a boat, you know, like the zombie apocalypse has come in. And my idea is to go on a boat and go out into the middle of the ocean and live out there. Right. So your zombies can't get you, whatever, you know, again, I'm just throwing stuff out there, but why would I care anything about being on a boat, sailing on a boat, living on the water, any of that kind of stuff. 
So again, people would take all this information that they would find and like, okay, I'm going to print that out because I might need it someday. And then they have all this information and then, you know, it never gets really used. You want to use what is important for you. And again, I think that there's a the big piece for the digital aspect of it. I think that would be good, right? Uh, people purchase a lot of books, um, and so they they have those books there. So it's the same kind of idea. Like I have these books just in case something happens. And, and there's a couple of books that I believe that everybody should have. Like I believe in Doctor Bones and Ursamy's you know medical medical book. I believe everyone should have that. There's a couple of books out there that are you know general and preparedness. And I think if you're a new prepper, you should you should have those right. But people will stock up books. They will go and they will stock up books and like just in case they need them to, you know, when the apocalypse happens or when the poop hits the fan, the end of the world as we know it and all that kind of stuff. Well, then you have the digital aspect of it where you can save things to a USB, you can save things to a Kindle, you can save things to a tablet, right? And you can store all this digital information. And again, I believe that is that's relevant. I have a Kindle, an older Kindle, where I have dropped a lot of information on there, and so there's a lot of eBooks that I have downloaded, and a lot of things that I have, uh, you know, uh, added and, and downloaded to the Kindle itself, even videos and things like that. And so there's nothing wrong with that. And there's a lot of things on there that I probably won't ever need, and I've been just kind of like you know, gathering it, you know, throughout the years and downloading it, you know, on my Kindle throughout the years. But what I really truly need and what I want, I want to be able to have that in a commonplace book. I want it to be truly easily accessible for me. So the rub is that you have all this information, but you really need to have the important information that you need when you need it. So imagine looking for a piece of information and digging through all the places that you have information, right? You might not have the time, you might not have all the various resources, or you might not remember, is it in one of my binders? Is it in one of my books? Was it on the internet? Was it, is it, is it on a USB? The other day I found a, a couple of USBs, um, thumb drives and started putting them in there and they're just like really old information, right? And so I'm like, found some thumb drives that I could use and repurpose, but really, I mean, they're like, you know, two gigs, four gigs. I mean, who uses those anymore? And so, but you know, there you go. I mean, you can, you know, like, where do I have that information? The Pepper Commonplace book, if you had one of those and you started using that, you would have one book that is organized that you can easily take with you if you need it. So again, I'm not talking about all the knowledge on the internet. I'm not talking about all the things that are out there in preparedness and everything that you could possibly know. I'm talking about the things that are relevant to you. So I'm talking about the information, like for instance, uh, in mine, uh, I've talked about my uh, my uh, new generator, right? And so I've, I've got actually a couple of generators. And so I wrote down the model number of my generator and the kilowatt that each type of fuel will run. So I have a, uh, a dual fuel generator, where, which will do gas and propane. And then I have another one that will run, it's a tri-fuel, right? It will do gas, uh, it will do propane, and it will do natural gas. And so I had some questions for, um, you know, for the manufacturer. And so I had these model numbers and I, I put them down in my, uh, in, you know, in my commonplace book. And then I also put down the things like, um, 
you know, how often do I need to change out the oil? What kind of oil do I put in there? Because I might lose that manual or that manual might be tossed by somebody or whatever it might be. And so I might put that kind of information in there. I might even write down, like have a little area, like, you know, uh, when I change the oil so that I can kind of keep track of it. Right. And so you can have that. Um, Another example of what I have in my commonplace book is how do I make bleach out of pool shock? So I've talked about that before on different podcast episodes and even on videos and and have written about it. And every time I can go back and I can find that article, I have that article, but I'm like, you know what? I don't want to always look for that article. Let me write down what the recipe is and let me go ahead and just write it down of what it would be. So I have it available. I can turn to it very quickly and I know exactly what I need to make bleach out of pool shock. So those are some kind of examples that are relevant to me and things that are are important. And of course, I keep adding to it. So let's talk a little bit about how to set up your commonplace book, because again, we want it organized to where you can easily find information. Now, the thing to remember here is there is no right way to set up your commonplace book, right? Uh, You can do it any way you want. If you have a better way of organizing that I'm going to share with you right now, then you can go ahead and you can use that. But I'm just, I'm just want to remind you, you, we, the purpose is you want to access your information easily and quickly. And so here are some ideas. So first is utilizing a table of contents. So in my commonplace book, I've, I've taken about four pages back and, you know, uh, front and back. And I have about four pages that I will use for um, just a table of contents. So I'm just going to kind of have leave those blanks there. After that, I will uh, number all the pages after that. So starting with like one, two, three, four, five, all the way through. And I'll put it in the same place. So either in the bottom right corner, top right hand corner, I will number them. So I want to do that. Right. So uh, I have those four, uh, four empty pages at the front. And then I've numbered all the other pages after that. And maybe you want to keep one or two empty pages in the back. And you can do that easily if you want. But that's kind of uh, the way that I've set it up. So then I will add my table of contents with the page numbers later. I'm not going to fill it out and say, okay, hey, this is going to be for water. This is, you know, page one is going to be for water. Page two is going to be for food storage. I'm not, I'm not going to do that yet. I'm going to add them as I go. Right. And, and that's really important because I'm going to group information into categories and I'm going to divide my commonplace book into sections that, you know, based on the different prepping topics or areas of interest. So this could be sections like survival skills, emergency supplies, food storage, medical information, water, um, all that kind of stuff, right? And so this way, you, if, you, if you do it in sections, you can easily locate the specific information inside of your commonplace book without, without sifting through all of it, right? And so you know exactly where you're going to go. So then I would, for instance, page one is going to be water, and I might not, I might not, because uh, I know water is a big deal. And I might want to be able to put, okay, I got the bleach thing with water. I have other ways, other things that I need to um, remember about water. I might have one, two, I might even have three pages worth of water um, in my commonplace book, depending on how big your book is. And of course, you know, you want it in a decent size, like if you ever had to take it with you. So I think that's really important to remember. That's why I don't, uh, 
I don't want to kind of fill it out. I'm like, okay, in this section, I'm going to put water in this section. I'm going to put food and, and, and so forth and so forth, because it could be that I want to put down, okay, I got the bleach, but then I also all the different ways that I have to, to, you know, use, um, to, uh, filter and to harvest water, right. And, and to purify water. So I might be able to, you know, talk about the bleach. I might have that. I have a, a, a VersaFlow. I might have a Berkey and talk about those different things and, and important information for those. I might talk about my uh, distiller and the way that I have to distill water, uh, and, and then kind of go get into some real specific things, how to use a WAPI right. Or a WAPI and have that in there and have that information all in that commonplace book in that section. So it could take up one, two, three pages. So if I go page one, two, and three, all for water, then in my table of contents, I'm going to do water, right? It's going to be first pages one through three. All right. So hopefully I know that in, um, you know, in a podcast, it's kind of hard to visualize. Sometimes I'm trying to make it as easy and, and simple and in the, with the information so that uh, you can kind of, uh, picture in your mind what it would be. So anyway, so you do that, you have those different sections, your food storage might be a big section as well. Uh, maybe different ways to, to create fire or the different ways that you have fire uh, to make fire. Maybe that's another section, whatever it might be. Uh, you're going to use that and you're going to break it up again. It's relevant to your uh, to your preparedness and what you have, right? Even later on, as you start building it out, you might even want to buy some tabs. You can buy, you know, tabs for your Bible, right? To easily uh, to to go through the the books of the Bible. Um, you can f- buy those for your commonplace book as well. And the thing is, is you want to make it your own, right? There are many other organizational tips and tricks you can use out there. And you might be one of those people that, that do journal and you have a way of a system that you use, but you know, whatever it is, make it your own so that you have this one commonplace book, this preparedness commonplace book that you can always access. And it has the information, the relevant information that you need. So what other kind of sections might you want to uh, include here? Now, um, again, you're going to make it your own, but you might want to talk about survival skills. Um, you might want to talk about how to build a shelter and maybe the different shelters that would be relevant to you. You might want to include there different ways to trap. And maybe there is a certain trapping method that you have, uh, you know, that you have worked on and you can kind of like, okay, hey, this is how you trap. This is what you need to know. This is what you need to, the, the information that you need. Maybe it is some navigation, you know, how to use a compass or uh, important um, places that you could go. And even the, the, with the, the navigation, you can even do um, the, the ways to get there, right? Uh, maybe you have a first aid uh, section and not necessarily all the things that you would need with first aid, but what about like making a solution? Uh, you, maybe you needed to make a solution or maybe some herbal tincture recipes. And so you, you have some herbal recipes that you want to write down so you don't forget and you put those in there. So in a, um, in a truck ride episode that I'll be releasing probably later on this week, I'm going to talk about hot echinacea tincture and that one, that might be one that you might want to write down, you know? And so you go ahead and you have that recipe available to you if you need it. What about food storage and preservation? That could be a section. Um, You could talk about recipes again, recipes on how to do different things. Uh, What if you had, um, 
like you had a sun oven and maybe there was things that as you were trying them out, things that worked really, really well. And so you can put those things down there. So it's like, okay, don't, don't try to do this in a sun oven, but do this in a sun oven, right? This works really well. Um, maybe you can talk about canning specifics for your area in your food storage and preservation section. Maybe there's fermenting recipes. And so there's, uh, you know, maybe you, you create some kind of a fermented food, but you don't do it on such a regular basis that it's committed to memory. You want to write it down so you have that. Uh, what about foraging? And not necessarily, okay, hey, these are all the different things that we can forage, but maybe you have found certain edibles, wild edibles in your area. And you can say, hey, over by the creek, I have found this, or over by the fence line, or over by, you know, Mrs. Jones's whatever pond, I have found this. And so you can, like, you, know, you can write down, like, I found these wild edibles um, here. And maybe you draw a little picture of what it might look like, but at least you, you know where these things could be found. Maybe you have a gardening section and you could talk about how to save, save certain seeds, seed saving information. Um, what about the gardening information about your area? Like, you know, my zone, um, usually the first frost is around this time. Um, usually uh, I'm in this zone. Um, these things work really well. Like I have had really good success with growing this, 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 and this. And so some people have a gardening journal and you can do that as well. But, um, you know, you might want to have this specific information in there. You could have a communications section, um, maybe some radio frequency. So you you might have a, a Balfung that is you know tweaked out and you have it all programmed and everything ready to go. But what if that you lose that that radio or you are, are not able to uh, for whatever reason the battery goes out and you need to be able to you know access some different radio frequencies. You know, in your communication section, you can bring that up and you can say, okay, here are the radio frequencies. Maybe you put Morse code in there, right? And you just, you know, do a little section of Morse code. And so you, you know, that's not something that a lot of people remember, but you're able to, uh, able to put that down. Like if you ever needed it, it would be there. So your prepper commonplace book is going to be like a, like a journal, right? It's, it's not going to be this big, humongous book. You're not looking like a, at an encyclopedia. You're looking at a journal that's easily to take with you. Um, another section that you might want to include is maybe your disaster preparedness plan. And so maybe your bug out plan, plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, whatever you might have, right? Uh, maybe family members, phone numbers that you would contact that are out of, uh, you know, out in the country or, uh, you know, different hotels that you would call right away. So you're not looking those up. Like if there's a big hurricane coming and you want to make sure that you can, uh, you know, you have a place to go in case uh, you have to evacuate, um, you can go ahead and you have that phone number right away, you know, to a local number and you're able to say, Hey, I need a, I need a room or whatever. And so you have the, you know, disaster plans, preparedness plans, you know, kind of listed out there. Um, what about security and self-defense? So like strategies for securing your home or different, you know, fortifying entry points, uh, you might, you know, you might have an idea of what you would want to do um, to, to secure your home in a grid down situation or, you know, SHTF, you don't necessarily want to do that all the time. You know, you don't, you're not going to live like that, but if it was really a dire situation, then you have some things that you would do and you can go kind of list those things out. Uh, what about, you know, different security protocols that you would use you and your family or different self-defense techniques, um, 
you know, different firearms, maybe writing down the different firearms. Maybe if you have um, a, a firearm that you don't always, uh, you know, use on a regular basis, or maybe you're jotting down like your inventory, your ammo inventory or things like that, right? Um, you can put all kinds of information in there. What about um, just a section on lessons learned? And, you know, just lessons that you've learned on your preparedness journey. And so, you know, that could be a couple of pages there. And as you as you would go along, um, what about this one? I would think that this would be a good one. Uh, local resources and maps. So you've gotten on, you know, Google Maps and you've mapped local your, your local area. Right. And so uh, maybe you draw a map out, maybe you print it out in a small one, you cut it out and you're able to paste it or glue it down, uh, or tape it down or whatever it might be. But, uh, you know, you're able to, you know, draw certain areas, maybe you're able to pinpoint water sources. And so you're like, hey, uh, there's a water source over here and you can go check those out. Maybe strategic businesses. Like I know that there's a warehouse over here or this, this is, you know, this is a, a you know, food over here, you know, all the grocery stores or whatever, um, whatever it might be, different strategic businesses or people that you know in your neighborhood. I know, you know, Tom down the street, uh, he is, um, he's not a prepper, but he, you know, is someone who believes he's very patriotic and he believes in second amendment. And so he's going to be able to protect himself, protect his family. And that might be somebody I want to know, right? Or, hey, this person I need to stay away from. They're just like, you know, they're weird, right? Or whatever it might be, you know, people that you know in your neighborhood. And so you have these local resources, uh, a place where you're putting it all down that you that you you would have. So this Prepper Commonplace book is, I think it's something very valuable that you can use and you can have. And again, you make it your own. And so as we, as we kind of... Uh, close out here as a, as a finishing out as you as you learn right as you continue to learn because i don't think anyone ever really gets to the point where they've learned everything um, you come across valuable information and as you come across that valuable information you need to write it down and have it in a place again i believe that having a digital form of it is i, I think that's very valuable right? Because we're always thinking like EMP, everything goes, but what if we never get there? And what if you have, maybe the internet's gone, but what if you still have the ability to, to power your, your tablets and things like that, and you're able to access information? I think that's very valuable. But what if you were, you didn't have that and you were, you know, you had to leave your home and leave everything, or you lost it all in a fire or whatever it might be then you know you would grab your emergency binder and you would grab your your prepper commonplace book and it would have you know good information for you so you, as you learn and you come across valuable information you want to write it down you want to have it in a, in a safe and secure place and then you might do a yearly review of your commonplace book right and re rewrite some things or change info as your needs have changed and I know that there's a lot of people I've talked to throughout the years is like they've been preparing, but as they're getting older, as their kids are out of the home now, they have changed some of their ideas. People that have gone out to the country to homestead and they've lived on their, you know, bug out location or whatever. So a lot, there's a lot of people that are, as they get older, they are moving back into town and they've changed some of the, their, their philosophies of the ways that they're doing things. So you have your prepper commonplace book. And then you can do a yearly review and maybe you can change some things out. Uh, maybe you can you know, rewrite it as you need it. And then what about this? 
what if you had this commonplace book and something happened to you? What a valuable resource to have to hand down, uh, you know, a copy to your to your kids, or to you know, you, you make a couple of copies, or you're able to to share it with somebody somebody else, right? And you're able to say, hey, here's a, here's a a book of of uh, preparedness information that I have acquired throughout the years that I think is very valuable for us, and I just want, I want to give this to you. I want to pass it down. So, how valuable would that be? Now, like I mentioned at the very beginning, you can use any type of journal. I mean, you can go to Walmart, you can go to Amazon, you can go to Half Price Books if you have one of those, and you can find a journal. A lot of the times I get uh, journals and, and things given to me just by different vendors. It's kind of funny because I, I work in uh, you know in technology, and it, these vendors always want to give you a journal, and I, I, I always poke at them. I'm like, you know, you're a, like a technology company, and you're giving me something, you know, a journal to write on. However, you know, it's still cool. I have a, I'll have a whole bunch of them, right? And so I can use one of those. But if you want to support the podcast, I have two different journals that you can purchase purchase. So one is my prep journal, and that is a hardback version. Uh, and that is $25. And so I have these, I've created these and they're on Lulu, uh, lulu.com. And I'm going to have links for you in the uh, description uh, of the, of the episode. You can go check that out. But uh, one is called my prep journal is $25 and that's a hardback. And then I've created one specifically for this. And I've been working on it for a little bit. It's called the preppers commonplace book. That is also on Lulu and that is $15. And, but that is, it's not a hardback. It is a paperback, but it does have the logo, the ready your future logo on the front. So uh, I have one of those. I actually have a couple of those. I I think it's kind of cool. So if you want to support the podcast, you can do that, but you don't need to have one of these to do a commonplace book. You can do, um, you know, you can use any kind of journal and you can kind of go from there. So guys, I hope this was valuable to you. I hope that you will uh, start using a commonplace book. Uh, maybe you choose to use a common, commonplace book for other things. Maybe it's not just preparedness. Maybe you start using it for other family things. Maybe you start writing down quotes and, and other things. Go look on YouTube and do a, do a video. There's people that are very artistic and they do all kinds of cool things with commonplace books. But I just thought that the Prepper Commonplace book would be a very useful resource if you started using it. So again, those of you that have been prepping for a long time, think about what your your Commonplace book would be if you started utilizing that at the very beginning. And then if you're new to preparedness, imagine, you know, start it now. Don't, I mean, listen, listen to me, <laughs> start it now and start, you know, uh, exactly kind of what I talked about, build it out however you want. But start writing down that important information that you find. And uh, man, what a valuable resource that would be a couple of years down the road, right? And so uh, I hope this has been beneficial to you. Uh, Let me know if it has. You can always email me at todd at readyyourfuture.com. Guys, that's it for episode 806 and the Prepper's Commonplace book. Um, Hey, don't, uh, don't forget, you know, visiting the different links that I have for you in the description of the, the episode, right? I put a lot of information there and I just, you know, I think some of those are valuable resources and I put time and effort into it. So if it's not valuable, you know, that might be something that I just stopped doing, but, um, you know, go check that out and see if, if that's something that would be valuable to you. And then go also check out the blog. If you haven't go check out readyyourfuture.com and, uh, go, you know, go bounce around in there a little bit and check out the, uh, the, the new 
blogs and, and the articles that I'm writing. All right, guys, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast episode, make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets and stay prepped and aware. Peace.